Hey, this is Ashley. Hey, this is Marcy. And this is School on Life, a weekly podcast about life, love, and occasionally libations. This week in Mentor Moment, I'm talking the top five skills new and mid-level professionals must have to be successful and advance their career. And the one that I specifically want to talk about on this week's episode is project management. There's every new and mid-level professional I know does project management. They're leading teams, they're managing projects, whether they're with students or customers or stakeholders or community members or even their colleagues. They're managing projects projects, they're managing stakeholders, they're managing products, they're moving things from one place to another, there are deliverables, there are contingencies, um, and you need to know how to successfully um, leverage project management um, and project management tools to really get things done in your life and your career. And so I am really excited um, to really talk more about these five strategies and just make sure that you, um, you know them, that you have them, and you know how to properly articulate their value in the workplace. You do not have to have a project management certification or you know, have some degree in these, in, in these fields um, to be able to say you are skilled in this area. If you've done this work, if you have demonstrated experience of successfully running projects and programs, you have experience in project management. And now it's about refinement, right? It's about how to refine those skill sets, how to refine your ability to talk about them and speak to them in a valued way. So watch out for this week's episode. It's on Instagram.com backslash Ashley Ashire. Again, that's Instagram.com backslash A-S-H-L-E-Y-A-S-S-H-I-R-E for you to be able to check out this week's video top five um, skill sets for new and mid-level professionals. I certainly, of course, talk about project management, but I talk about the four others. What's true is that you likely already have these. So I'm not suggesting you learn something new, but I am suggesting that you learn how to talk about them as skill sets in an empowered way, in an impactful way, so that you can present yourself to present yourself and your skill sets to employers, whether you're current one or if you're job searching and seeking to new employers to really get what you want out of your life and out of your career. If you need more help with skill sets, let me mentor you. You can schedule your mentor moment at mentor-me.org. That's M-E-N-T-O-R-me.org. And I can't wait to help you. This week in I Digress, we're talking fourth quarter press. It's hard to believe, but Thursday marks the beginning of October and the beginning of the fourth quarter for 2020. This year has been a doozy. And from March to the end of this month, we've been living under quarantine, isolation, and wearing masks and not being able to wear our pop and lipstick for months. Fourth quarter is among us, and some of those things have not stopped. Y'all still need to wear these masks, but we also need to plan for fourth quarter. What does October, November, and December look like for us? How can we close out 2020 in a way that um, has us feeling empowered and ready to tack on 2021 and all the years um, that um, are there um, for us beyond? I'm really excited um, to dive into this conversation because I've been fourth quarter planning for my business. And Marcy, I imagine you have been too, or at least starting to think about it. And I'm excited to share what our plans are with the class. So Marcy, I'll let you go first. What plans do you have for fourth quarter? 
Well, my biggest plans right now are onboarding of two new clinicians. Um, I've made offers to two people to come and join my practice. Congratulations. Come on, employer. Come on. The girls, we love to see it. Actually an employer, because usually a lot in our practice, we do independent contractors, but I'm actually like having employees, which is blowing my mind right now. So I'm about to be an employer, manager, supervisor, all those fun things. So that's really exciting. Um, I'm also planning to figure out where my physical space is going to be in the new year. So that is one of the plans for this last part of the year. I'm planning on rolling out some new content for at Be Selfish. Um, I'm planning on rolling out some new content for more restorative retreats and just Black girls getting involved in restorative yoga um, and movement and using yoga to be more grounded. And I really want to roll out some things up with the new year. So a lot of planning, even though it's for the new year, most of that planning is going to happen in the fourth quarter. Um, I have one thing that I don't want to say because I don't want people to accountable honestly but I am working on writing a book that I would really like to finish by the end of this year <sighs> so we'll see I have a lot going on for this fourth quarter um, we're bringing on two new people so we'll see if that happens but I definitely if I just sit down and do it then it will get written so hopefully by the beginning of next year I'll also have a book written so what about you Ashley what are your fourth quarter goals Yes, I'm so excited about fourth quarter. Um, I um, have successfully filled my October cohort of the Mentor Me Accelerator, so I'm so hype about that. Um, it oversold, um, so I have three extra women in that cohort than I had planned. Um, but I'm excited about that and excited to serve them. That's the last cohort of 2020. Um, so I'm really excited to be able to serve those women at a high level um, throughout October and November. And that program will wrap up in November. Um, and then I will be promoting um, in fourth quarter. So October, November, December, I'll be promoting the January 2021 cohort. That's the next cohort that I'm taking. So I'm super excited to serve um, a whole new crop of women in um, January. So if you know you want to be one of those women, if you want to start off the the year with um, more focus and intention and actually um, moving into your career area of impact, where, which is where you know you need to be. Um, you want to secure your deposit this year because this program will sell out before the new year. Um, so you can do that at mentor-me.org and schedule your mentor moment so we can get started because I am recruiting for the January cohort. Um, I'm also excited because I'm going to sell some merch uh, this um, winter for Mentor Me. Um, so right now I'm thinking about a portfolio, a mug, um, and a planner for 2021. So I'm super excited about that. I think it's really aligned with what my mentees and some women who haven't, aren't my current mentees, but kind of want to work with me. Um, there'll be um, an opportunity for that. Um, and so I'll start selling that merch in November for holiday, for Black Friday and for Christmas. So I'm super excited about that. And um, I'm also going to be teaching some master classes. So in October, November, and December, I'll be teaching master classes. So these are like not job search strategy, not really sort of focus on skill set, but these are like high level skills. So similar to kind of what I talked about in the video, um, things like navigating office politics, um, you know, project management. Um, I think I'll be teaching one on um, like leadership and supervision success, like these high level skills that really like, you know, new new professionals can kind of take a peek at but those mid-level people those girls who are just like right in that middle of that career you know more than two or two or three years but less than seven who just really are looking for like 
level ups in their career and need to know how to use it to get to the next step, I'll be teaching master classes. So uh, for people who are already my mentees or people who um, are um, signing up for the January January cohort, they will get those at a um, significantly, um, actually they'll be free for new mentees and um, legacy mentees, you'll get that at a discounted price. But for folks who haven't ever worked with me, but know they wanna um, be my mentee, um, those will go on sale um october 1st so i'm super excited about that those will those will go on sale um and you'll be able to um be a part of those master classes um in october november and december so make sure you follow me on social or check out my website um so that you can be a part of those so that's what i'm planning in business in q4 in life i'm super excited about some rest so because i'm not taking on new mentees um in um October, November, and December, I am going to be resting a lot. I'm going to be chilling a lot. Um, like spending time with family. My little sister has a baby shower this um, October. Um, my boyfriend's birthday is in November, so we'll celebrate that. And then I'm a big Thanksgiving girl. Y'all know that I love a, a table setting. So I'm super excited about that. Um, and just incorporating more rest and ease into my fourth quarter, um, particularly outside of my business. Um, and I think that one of the things that I'm doing right now to ensure that I meet my goals in fourth quarter is like being super planful at, you know, right now at the end of September and then early October, like ordering samples for these products and <clears throat> setting up um, standard operating procedures for um, my accelerator so that it can run successfully in January and I can serve all the women that I plan to serve, writing curriculum for these master classes. So, um, you know, I'm not scrambling at the last minute, like the day before they launch or whatever, um, and doing some professional development. Like I'm always learning, right? Always growing, you know, always trying to be a better business owner, a better boss, um, a better friend. So um, actually leaning into, some, leaning into some professional development um, for some other things that I have planned. Oh, because one of the things um, I forgot to mention is that you were talking earlier, Marcy, about like <clears throat> things that you plan to launch in 2021, but you're planning for right now. Um, I am actually launching my personal brand. So the Ashley Ashire brand, there's a new website coming um, and that'll come out later this week. So look out for that. I'll be promoting that. Um, so super hype about that. And um, I, will, I will be promoting that and I will be, um, like talking about opportunities for me to um, serve as a speaker for your next big event, um, for your company retreat. Um, and so there'll be opportunities to, for you to book me for that. Um, and so the website is forthcoming um, and I'm, I'm planning for that. So a lot of prep, lots of copywriting, lots of content writing, um, just really planning for a successful fourth quarter that I can have with ease. And so like Marcy, what are you doing right now to make sure that like all of the plans that you have for fourth quarter, even though the things that are gonna like manifest in 2021 are like in working order? I think the biggest thing for me is protecting my schedule and making sure that I devote the appropriate amount of time to doing the things that I need to do. Um, I've been being really intentional right now and will continue to do that through the rest of the year of moving away from things that distract me and moving away from the things that really get in the way of me being productive and being able to do the things I need to do. So that means like limiting social media that isn't related to my business. It means things like not just sitting around, just watching TV, which I really, I need people to explain to me how they both manage watching TV and getting things done because I, I can't do it. They're not doing um, it. Somebody's lying because there's no way. And also listening to music with words. I'm just singing along. How? I listen to, sometimes I listen to like a, a good instrumental, but music with words, how can you 
do both. It's so distracting. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand it. So y'all be talking about binge watching all these shows and being done with them and still like doing stuff. And it's not for me. It's not my life. So I cannot be binge watching on shows. So in TVT, y'all probably not going to hear me talking about a lot because I don't have time. I have too much stuff to do. Um, So those are main things. And really just being intentional about figuring out what needs to be cut out of my life if possible. um, Because I can't do everything and I'm recognizing and accepting and embracing that and loving it. And that's important in terms of being able to meet my goals. So those are mostly the things, scheduling, staying on top of things, cutting things out that aren't necessary. I mean, just getting really focused. I am responsible for people now. And so I have to make sure that I'm taking care of them. And that means I have to take care of myself. So those are also like my rest is more important than me like doing all of these things. So making sure that I have my time to rest and time to do yoga and time to meditate is also really important in making sure that I meet those goals. Um, And also like that's some of the things that I need to switch and pivot for this fourth quarter. It's just this like, not even overinvestment, even though some of it is overinvestment in the sense of like signing up for all these webinars and knowing I'm not going to take them. I have so many new email subscriptions from webinars that I thought that I was going to take and so many recordings that I've never watched. And so I really want to move away from that and really just kind of hone in and focus and focus down on what is most important. What are the priorities for this quarter? Not filling in my admin days with other things. Um, So just being really intentional about the boundaries around my schedule. Um, Quit signing up for all of these random things that (laughs) I know I'm never going to watch. And I think that that will definitely make me to have a successful fourth quarter. Um, What are the things that you need to switch or pivot or quit to have a successful fourth quarter? I don't think I need to quit anything because I have pretty good boundaries. Um, I'm really proud of that. Um, Switch. I have a pretty tight team, but I'm thinking about like switching team members or adding on a new team member just to like increase delegation, right? I stand delegation. Um, so thinking about that, um, so quit, uh, switch and pivot. You know, I'm nervous about the product launch and I'm nervous about positioning myself as a paid speaker. Um, you know, I love, you know, my little corner of the internet where I talk about career development and strategies for women. Um, and I really love that. And I love like, you know, having that conversation with women and being able to serve them like that. Like that feels really comfortable to me. I, I'm an expert. I do that with ease. Um, I've sold merch before, so it's not like I've not done it and I've done it successfully with School and Life, but you know, my mentor me audience is slightly different, right? So hoping, right, uh, the School and Life audience comes along to mentor me (laughs) and buys this merch too. I know it's going to be really good. I'm ordering, like I said, I have product samples in UPS trucks all over the country. So it's on its way to me so that I can make sure the quality is good and all that stuff. But I'm a little nervous about that, like in pivoting from just like talking about career development to selling it in a way, like in a commodification, like in a product is really interesting um, and a little nerve wracking, but you know, it's fine. The pivot is good. And then also one of the things that I've been really clear on is that like career development and mentorship for women, one like, you know, one-on-one or even in small group is critically important to those women and serving those women well. 
um, and making sure that they feel confident and well positioned and can strategically advance their careers in the way that they desire. But I also recognize that like it, like the biases and discrimination in the workplace are systemic. And in order for me to address those on a more systemic level, I also have to be talking to their employers, right? Like I absolutely have to be talking to their employers. And so that means that um, I've got to get in front of them as well, which is why I'm, you know, being more intentional about launching my speaking, um, my speaking services. So yeah, so I'm excited about that. Um, and I know it's going to be really impactful, um, but it is a bit of a pivot for me. And I'm actually, it's not so much a pivot because I've done that before. I've had a number of paid speaking engagements. It's not like I've not done it, but, um, I think putting that out as a thing that I do like very publicly creating a website for it, all that stuff is a little bit more, um, not what I've done in the past. So, uh, but I'm excited about it and I'm well prepared for it. Right. That's the most part. And I, and I always feel more confident about things when I'm well prepared for it. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, and I think that <clears throat> I talked about this a little bit earlier, but I'm just really excited that I didn't, you know, I don't subscribe to grind culture and I did plan like for a restful, like, especially the end of October and December is going to be super restful. Like it's just going to be uh, so much ease in that space. And I'm really excited for that. Um, just really, you know, promote my January service um, for the accelerator and really being prepared to serve those women well. So I'm just hype about that, right? And um, and I'm excited that I haven't planned some big stressful thing to happen in November and December um, so that I can plan well for January. Um, so what does rest look like for you, you know, Marcy, as you think about, um, you know, as you think about fourth quarter and like you said, like calendar protection, like do you calendar rest too? Or is that like you block your calendar and then anything that's not blocked is rest? That's a good question. I don't know, not necessarily. I have a pretty, um, I'm pretty intentional about rest. So rest for me can just be kind of sitting around doing nothing, but also like my meditation and restorative yoga practices are restful. Right now I'm doing a 40 day, um, something called a sadhana where I do yoga nidra every morning, which is in layman's terms to not go into a bunch of different details about it is yogic sleep and so that's a very restful practice so it's not so much of a scheduling kind of thing it's just something that I set into my morning routine if you will um, but I generally prefer rest over anything else and I will tell you no in a minute and I'm not showing up or I'm not going to be there and we'll rest and sleep and take naps. And so that's pretty like consistently a part of who I've become over the last couple of years, I will say. Um, and I plan on continuing to do that. I plan on continuing to know what hours of the day are my thriving hours and not scheduling things that are not are not scheduling things outside of my thriving hours. So I don't see clients until 10 o'clock in the morning. And I'm also going to continue to push that back and limit the amount of times that I see clients so that I'm working at a time that feels optimal. I take breaks, I get up, I walk around. And I think that that is also a restful place of being, a restful place of being in. Um, but I try as much as possible not to skimp out on the things that are restful and that bring ease into my life. And I plan on continuing that for the rest of the year. And for people who are looking at their fourth quarter wins and kind of what they want to be able to do, I would invite people to rest. Um, I think restorative, restorative yoga is a yoga practice that most people don't engage in a lot. 
and the benefits of restorative yoga is that they actually offer productivity like rest is a nourishing practice so the more that we nourish and the more that we rest the easier it is for us to be able to get up and do the things that we need to do i would also encourage people to do some kind of like planner planning so maybe you don't go buy a brand new planner because it's literally the end of the year but sitting down, looking at some kind of calendar. My friend just got an acrylic calendar that hangs up on her wall that's super cute. So you can dry erase the things off of the calendar every month so it doesn't have to be like a planner planner. But at least you have something where you can put important dates, important deadlines up, write down the needs to do, do that daily um, to think about what are some of the things that you have to accomplish within that day. Limit what those things are so you don't put 20 things down that you need to accomplish in one day focus on the three main things or so that you need to accomplish and then put all of your energy into those kinds of things. But have goals, have a plan, have a, a deadline for the things that you want to accomplish so that you can be working towards those. And even if you don't necessarily get to what that goal is by the end of this fourth quarter, have you been making the appropriate steps towards making that happen maybe in the first quarter of next year? So some of it is offering yourself grace and making sure that you are able to be lenient and flexible in your goals as much as you need to, but also being intentional and focused enough to get closer to whatever it is you need to win this quarter. What about you, Ashley? What advice would you give to someone who's looking for a win this fourth quarter? And the win. Do not wait until 2021 to be successful in 2021. Do not wait until November to be successful in November. Plan the win. This year is not over. It, it has been a lot of hot garbage, but it's not over. And so I really want to encourage you to have a goal for fourth quarter if you haven't already and do what you know it takes to achieve said goal. Hire an expert to help you. Get the trainer. Like get some support, have an accountability partner. Don't be like Marcy and not tell people your goals because you don't want to be held accountable. Tell somebody, let somebody hold you accountable. The year is not over. And one, I encourage you to have a goal. And two, I encourage you to get the support that you need um, to achieve it. I often say like, we were not designed, um, you know, we were not designed to go through life alone. We were designed to do it in community and connection with other people. So get the community and connection that you need. And sometimes that means, you know, um, building it. Sometimes it means investing in yourself and into a community, right? Well, but whatever that looks like for you, it's time to activate, <laughs> like literally activate and dare I say, accelerate, um, you know, your, your goals. And that means really taking action. Um, having a plan and taking action. And that's something you can do in fourth quarter, whether that, that fourth quarter is planning for 2021 or it's taking action now to have a goal met by the end of the year. And we digress. Next up is All Black Everything. Marcy, what do you have for us this week? So this week in All Black Everything, just want to briefly talk about the Breonna Taylor case. Um, so last Thursday... Wednesday, last Wednesday, the officers were indicted. One of the officers was indicted for one-time endangerment for shooting into a nearby apartment during the raid on Breonna Taylor's home in March. And this charge carries a, a prison sentence of one to five years if he is convicted. Um, and essentially, just want to say it's a bunch of crap. And it is unfortunate that Black women are not, our lives still are not like valued and 
are we're often taken for granted and even when I was making a post the other day about the case it wasn't really about the case but in response to the case I put the hashtag um justice for Breonna Taylor and I think that it had like I'll just say like 25,000 hashtags but right underneath it was like justice for George Floyd and justice for Amaya Aubrey and they were like in the millions literally and even just that small thing like I'm not saying the hashtags are a demonstration of whatever but the idea that like even the justice that we're calling for on Instagram for her is significantly less than what we're calling for for black men it is it's honestly quite devastating and unfortunate and as I was reading some other just like comments and reactions, again, speaking to black men, Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal got on national television talking about how they're so sorry for her loss, but we can't lump her case in with George Floyd because her boyfriend shot at the police. Now, we talk about respectability politics all the time. <laughs> and once again, here we are talking about, oh, if y'all hadn't done X, Y, and Z, she wouldn't be alive, because that's essentially what y'all are saying. And it's at the kindest, disrespectful, at the worst, just like blatantly ignorant and misogynistic and misogynoiristic and just ignorant and oblivious and stupid. And I just, we're tired and we're tired of people talking and we're tired of people pandering us and putting these banners on the tops of websites talking about Black Lives Matter. And then when it comes down to it, we're constantly told over and over again and shown over and over again that they don't and especially not Black women lives. And with all of that being said, um, our lives do matter. And this system and this country was never built for us. It was essentially built by us. It was built by us, but it was never built for us. And we cannot expect a system in a society. Well, we can expect it, but we cannot become disheartened and lose hope in a system that was never designed for us. So the more that you can surround yourself with their community, surround yourself with the family members, the networks, the support systems, the people who do value you and do love you, find your ways of fighting, find your ways of resting, because that is also a political act, disengaging, unplugging as much as you need to, but keep your sanity. Because if we, keep, if we keep looking at it from outside, if we keep trying to get white people to understand, if we keep trying to, like, if we keep putting all of our um, hope in that, we're going to keep being disappointed. And with this election coming up and with who knows what's going to happen after this election coming up, I just encourage us to not become resolved in that. Like, we have to have other ways of fighting. We have to create our own spaces and our own braveness within those spaces and have the courage to do those things. So said this wasn't going to be long, done rambling, just wanted to shout out all of my Black women, all of the Black men who actually do care and support and invest into Black women, and all of the people who are anti-racist and actively against the systems of oppression and are actively working towards burning this down. <laughs> We can shout y'all out, but everybody else, y'all can honestly kick rocks. I'm done.
And this is why black women are constantly calling black men to the carpet because y'all don't show up for us in the ways that we need you to show up. And to couple defund the police with Breonna Taylor and, uh, and, and be wrong on both accounts is shameful. And from black men, it truly is all black everything, the good and the bad. This week in TVT, we are talking NBC's brand new show, Transplant. Um, I'm really excited to talk about the show. I've watched the first couple of episodes. And so far, Marcy, I'm really, really loving it. It is a TV show about a gifted uh, Syrian doctor who must rebuild his country, or rebuild his uh, career as a doctor in uh, Canada. Um, it, he t- uh, The show sort of chronicles his... Um, experience with his little sister, um, Amira, who um, he becomes a refugee with after fleeing um, the uh, his homeland um, for being sort of an enemy of the state, a rogue doctor in Syria who was trying to get people vaccinated. Um, but he now has to be in Canada and be a um, basically grunt um, in the ER, um, if he wants to be a doctor again and redo his medical training from the ground up to obtain residency status um, um, in Canadian hospitals. So um, the story just chronicles his relationship and life with his sister. It chronicles um, his relationship with his colleagues, um, you know, as a uh, resident um, in the um the hospital and it also outlines um you know so much of what we know is true about the medical system that they don't often listen to women or black women um that um there's a lot of pressure on doctors to um be miracle workers um you know despite like people making bad decisions about their health um, there's lots of things actually about the police. Um, so talking about policing and like stereotypes and discrimination. Um, and I didn't know this, but um, the actor Hasma uh, Hack uh, played in Quantico um, and was really great in that show. So it's exciting to see him um, in a new show where he is the headliner. Y'all know I stand a medical drama. Um, so I'm really excited to, um, watch this show. Like I said, I'm about, um, a couple episodes in and they are in their first season. Um, I think they're up to episode, um, three or four, um, in, um, on NBC. They've previously aired on Canadian TV. So I think you can watch all the episodes on Hulu on Canadian TV. Um, and then you can switch over to NBC because it's airing throughout September and October. Um, and I, I know, Marcy, you said that you um, you saw some previews for this show. So you can add it to your list <laughs> when you're not working on fourth quarter plans. Um, and then also shout out to our Fave Fall TV. Um, this Is Us is coming back at the end of uh, October. Super excited about that. I think right before Halloween, they will be back after a long COVID hiatus in the um, um, summer and early spring. They will be back. So I'm so excited about that. Um, and just excited to watch our favorite family um, do what they do um, in This Is Us. So that wraps up this week's episode of School and Life. Thank you so much for listening, for um, sharing the podcast. We are going strong into fourth quarter uh, with you. So we look forward to a brand new episode every Tuesday. Tell a friend, um, make sure that you're following us on School and Life Social at School and Life Podcast on Instagram. And we look forward to checking you out soon. Have a great week. School's out. Class dismissed.